0: You know, if you're bored when we do this, you can just watch your passenger screen. I can. I'll just it's, turn on my it's passenger It's never screen. happened before in a Jeep Grand Cherokee. But now, the fifth-gen Jeep Grand Cherokee has a passenger screen. Well, hey, look at that. Apparently, it's the first one in this class. I don't know if that means by money or what. But there you are. You have a passenger screen. All is
1: right with the world. Well, that's good. Oh, mm-hmm. your phone's paired with this car. Okay. This is the first time. Hey, do cameras work while you're driving? They do. There, hey. Look at that. See, you can entertain yourself. It works while you're driving. Well, I guess a- because of the off-road thing, uh-huh. so you can help your passenger can help you navigate when your nose is pointed at the sky, and you can yep. say, "Turn there, don't turn there. You got a rock coming. There's a cliff. Don't <laughs> go Definitely. that way." The, the, <laughs> the, there's a cliff. Is the real one you want to hear about? Rear view work. The Deep Grand Cherokee. I can see where I've been. Is Look at Jeep's that
0: most successful car. It also is kind of a pioneer in the five-seat SUV space, which now is littered. What's interesting is all of the firsts in this fifth gen. The screen is one of them, mm-hmm. but the big one and the one that we're in is 4 by E. I'm not sure that I like that nomenclature, but it started
1: in the Wrangler, and now it's here. I'm super distracted. I'm just going to watch the road through the screen. But I'm you not going to look out distracted. the windshield. That's the good news. You're allowed to be distracted. distracted. Well, there's I also to an my input here for uh-huh. the passengers, so... You know, hopefully, theoretically, you could just watch movies and be entertained and not watch where you're going. Exactly. How exciting! Boredom has vanished. I have a passenger screen. That was key. You know, I couldn't look at my phone. I'm going to look at that. I guess. I don't know. At least I have something to look at. Yes, for sure. Well, when Todd thinks of a Jeep, he thinks of Wrangler. I do. When I think of Jeep, I think of Grand Cherokee. Yeah. And it's because our experiences growing up, your first interaction with a Jeep kind of defines what you think of Jeep. Mm. I never associated Wrangler, even though that's really, really what you should. I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee, 1977, that I shared with my sister, and then when I moved to Utah, I got a 2015. Brand yep. new, yep. right off the lot. Yep. And I wanted to like that more. So here it is, back in my life, and it's all new. Brand new chassis, brand mm-hmm. new everything, and you're right. The 4xe, usually you and I like hybrids
0: mm-hmm.
1: better than the standard version. Yes. We have to talk about the mechanics of this yes i'm fascinated by this because i think it is incredibly cool and interesting that you can drive to your camp
0: yes on the gas engine or Mm -hmm. partial
1: hybrid yeah and then do your trail mostly the entire trail electric only Mm -hmm. and then drive home Mm -hmm. and you've got the range and the capability to do that yes that to me is now more jeep And future Jeep tech Mm. than anything in the past. Because, yes, they're trail rated, but then they started dropping Hellcat motors in giant Jeeps that really didn't need to happen, even though it's super cool. It's very fun, but it's absurd. I loved it. Uh Yeah, yeah. But do you really need a Hellcat? No, you don't. You don't. But this seems really interesting because Mm. of what it does Mm -hmm. when you get to the campsite, when you get to your favorite road, and it's trail rated in electric mode. This is the most
0: powerful Jeep Grand Cherokee. But it has a two-liter four-cylinder in it. Yeah, it doesn't sound really good. more powerful. It doesn't. It doesn't, of course not. But it's more powerful than any other engine combination you can get Mm -hmm. in here, Mm -hmm. which is quite impressive. It has 25 or so miles of range. What I find interesting about that range figure is not that it's a big deal, but the fact that it happens to be just enough that Jeep can do the Rubicon trail, which is 22 miles. Yes. All electric. Yes. So they made it just enough just to enough. have accomplished the Rubicon Trail, which yeah. is which is a big thing in Jeep history. So the trail rated one of this has done the Rubicon Trail in all electric because you have an e-save yeah. button where you can, and a lot of electric cars have had this, where you can go, no, 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 I want to be on my gas engine now, and I want to save the electric for a certain time. And they clearly saved it for the Rubicon Trail so they could say they did it. And they did it. Yeah, yeah. But 25 miles where the range is not a ton We've been driving this mostly with no electric range. We've drained it. It is less
1: than 1% yes. as we're driving around.
0: What I'm surprised by is I've been driving it mostly in hybrid mode, and you've got a great button right up here where you can instantly turn off the lane departure, which I killed instantly, and yeah. it stays off. When you turn the car off, turn it back I on, it stayed drive off. drive a stake to the heart of that button. But at least it stayed true. off. That's the key thing. That's Once true. I found it, anytime you turn the car off and back on, it just stayed off, which is nice. Also, yeah. this hybrid button, which is the Max Regen, it's not quite one-pedal driving, but it's close. Yep, You turn that off, on and off at the touch of a button. I've been very impressed with the interaction between all of these systems mm-hmm. because it is just an electric hybrid. It's not a full electric. It's not a traditional hybrid. It is a combination of the two. So you have all of the things, which makes this weigh 5,600 pounds. It's heavy. It feels very big in that kind of grounded way, Mm -hmm. which can be very pleasing at freeway speeds. Mm -hmm. But I love that they've maintained all of the legitimate 4x4 cred of this, but they've added an electric component that you can use when you choose to. Now, when we have no electric component left, we can't go full electric right now, it doesn't feel like, well, I'm left with no power. I still don't believe this is only a four-cylinder, because this big
1: 5,600-pound thing just gets up and goes with those electric motors. It does. It does. So a couple electric motors and a combined total of 340 horsepower. So that's a lot. Yes. It has two clutches, automatic clutches, and there's one in between the engine and the electric motor, and the second one is between the electric motor and the transmission. hmm so if you want to do electric only, the first clutch opens and the engine is disconnected and you're, right, you're only on electric power. Yep. If you want both, which is hybrid mode, then that closes and the second clutch kind of acts as the torque converter and manages the power delivery between the electric motor and the transmission. It's actually pretty clever. It is. Even though it's not a lot of range, but I think this is actually the better solve. Then. Instead of going full electric, even though ah, I'm okay. sure this yeah, yeah. will be full electric will, at some point. There will point. be one coming, yes. I like that. Even though it's a very complicated system, and when I, in, in my ownership of Jeeps, the complexities gave me an average rating as far as ownership <laughs> in terms yeah. of reliability. It mm-hmm. was average. It was okay, but it wasn't necessarily a standout. There were parts of it I liked and parts of it I didn't, but I don't miss that truck. Mm-hmm. This one is interesting to me because of the trail-rated capability of the electric part. Mm-hmm. That's what Jeep stands for in my mind now. Okay. Yeah. The styling has changed dramatically. As I said, it's this fifth-generation chassis, brand-new chassis. I actually like it. The grille leans forward now, and mm-hmm. you'll see in car design trends, everybody discovers the either lean forward windshield or lean forward grille is a different flavor, and nobody's ever done it before. It's just come back <laughs> in a vogue. People have done it.
0: Yeah. So, not the first
1: time. As far as styling is concerned, it does look very modern Jeep. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the grille. It's the proportions, and it's the wheel arches. It's the surfaces mm. that go into the wheel mm. arches that say, look at me. I'm an off-road vehicle. That's the first thing that you look at mm. is the wheel arches and what that stance looks like when you're looking at an off-road. On the inside, it's also pretty. Mm. It's interesting, Mm -hmm. and it does flow, and I do like the screen over here, but the biggest knock against this car is the piano black. (laughs) I can't hmm. believe designers are yeah. still doing this. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Now you're going to take it out and get it in your
1: trail with all your trail dust and good yes. luck ever. This, this is will just never normal be clean dust again. It'll never be clean. When again. When the cops dust for fingerprints, they will get you. Oh yeah. There sure. is mm-hmm. no getting away with, yeah, yeah. with the piano black. It's, it's everywhere. It does, and this is not a, a an unique issue. problem to Jeep. The problem with Jeep
0: is you know you're going to get this dirty. At least you could argue in some cars, I'm never going to take it anywhere it'll get dusty, which is wrong, by the way, because there's always dust in a car. not true. But in a Jeep, the whole point is, take this somewhere messy. Oh, by the way, we gave you piano black.
1: But you want to have a certain amount of luxury and Uh, a a feel-good interior, good materials Mm -hmm. to touch, and interesting shapes to look at. And I like that it does look interesting. You have to kind of explore the interior with your eye a bit to find everything. There's a lot of discovery going Mm -hmm. on, and what does this do, and what do those buttons do up here, and oh, I've got a second screen that's $1,095 dollars you got to pay extra for. <laughs> but still, it's an interesting, engaging interior, and I like it.
0: When Jeep first released this idea as something for the Wrangler, I thought,
1: really? Mm-hmm. It but, seems like a cobbled-together band-aid. Yeah, but somehow, kind of this mid-step
0: for Jeep with the Grand Cherokee feels right.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, what I do
0: think is funny is this is the same basic idea of what Porsche has been doing with the Cayenne hybrid for a decade.
1: Years. You're right. So you're
0: right. I, in that regard, it feels like Jeep is just now catching up, but it's executed very well. You have to drive.
1: I am interested in driving.
0: At some point, you're going to want to change things on your car, and instead of just thinking about go-fast parts, what about stop-fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance, but why not just upgrade? You can improve your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with the PowerStop Brake Upgrade Kit. It includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware you need to complete your upgrade. It's all the little fiddly parts that I always lose. They're included too.
1: PowerStop is on a mission to provide complete and affordable brake upgrade kits for every vehicle on the road today, whether you're towing, whether you're doing off roading, track days, including brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes by heading to PowerStop.com. You can enter your vehicle's information in their easy-to-use brake finder, and that matches you with the right brake upgrade kit for your vehicle. 10.25-inch screen up here, and you interact with the transmission with a rotary knob, which has been done enough now that it seems Mm -hmm. comfortable. It seems sure. acceptable, and it's not foreign.
0: It's starting to feel like industry standard, isn't it? Yeah, everybody's it kinda doing does. that.
1: But yeah, look at this piano black. It mm-hmm. looks terrible it in looks sunlight. Awful. It looks awful, yeah. But what's nice is it's actually clear plastic over the top of the black background, so you can do the the lit-up LEDs behind it. Mm-hmm. And that does look cool. You've got your air suspension over here, which you can, you can go uh, almost 11 inches of ground clearance, which is fantastic. This, The yes. air suspension makes this ride fantastic. Best it invention ever. It rides great. It rides ever. great. Yes. And also all your modes, so rock and sand and mud, snow. You've got sport mode, which is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It stiffens it just enough. You feel the weight, but... It's not uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Not that you're going to be doing sporty driving, but you select that all right here. I'm going to go into sport. Look at you. This new version, this is the first time we've driven the fifth gen Grand Cherokee. Uh huh. Yeah. There's
0: a ton of space in the second row. We haven't driven the normal Grand Cherokee. We haven't, you're right. There's a ton of space in the second row. Now, this is only a five seater, which got me thinking about other cars this competes with Mm -hmm. that are luxury brand, five seater only. Off road capable SUVs. Okay. And I thought of two that are extremely different. Okay. The Cadillac Lyric and the Cayenne E Hybrid. Now, the Lyric is all electric. You can get it about as powerful as this. I think it feels every bit as luxurious as this, maybe more so. But it is not off road capable. It's, it's not, not trail an off roader. It's not, that's not what you do. use for. The Trail for. to
1: Starbucks is and what it's rated that's
0: for. That's exactly what it's rated for. That's excellent. If you're careful, unless they dump some gravel in the just Starbucks parking lot, you might want to just be careful stepping. Easier way in. But it's cheaper than this. It is. Because this is $75,000 and the Lyric it's is all electric and cheaper. Yeah. But comparatively, the Cayenne. Starts $10,000 more than this for the base, for the base e-hybrid. And you know with a, with a Porsche it's going to be every bit of $20,000 more expensive of options. Yeah, yeah. And the e-hybrid Cayenne has only 11 miles of full electric and weighs 1,000 pounds more than this. That's insane. So it's significantly more expensive significantly heavier with less electric range. But that is an idea that Porsche has been doing for about a decade. Jeep is just now doing this. So this feels like the middle ground between those two ideas. $75,000 is a lot for full this. Electric. If you're thinking five-seat luxury brand, mm-hmm. you could go full electric commuter, go Lyric for less. But yeah. if you're thinking about what is else is like this five-seat luxury SUV, etc., you end up with the Cayenne and spend a lot more. It tows a bit more than this, but other than that, this seems to do about everything better. It doesn't drive as well as the Cayenne. No. But it doesn't cost nearly as much.
1: I mean, the, the driving experience of this is unremarkable. It I was is. never impressed That's a with great my way G. to look at it. Yes. There's nothing standout ish about it. Mm-hmm. It steers and drives fine. Perfectly acceptable. The best part about it is the ride and the space and the fact that it is trail rated and you can have confidence in taking the rough stuff in yep. this truck. If you want to go way off road, it's fine. But for the 4xE, over on the left side, so there's three buttons labeled hybrid electric and then there's this e-save I understand what the marketers wanted to do but it does seem like the marketers win charge because why don't just put gas you just want to use the gas and just e-save just put hybrid electric gas we yeah, all get it you're right
0: you're absolutely right that's but great
1: but they can't, because it can't just run on gas only. Remember the the motor alternator? Well, mm. the, the motor generator that replaced yep, the alternator. Yep. Mm-hmm. That runs off the engine, and when the clutch is open, there's no way for this car to run on gas only. That's why True. you still feel a bit of electric assist, even yes. on less than 1% yes. charge. Yes, and that helps you with your acceleration. When the clutch yeah. is closed, mm-hmm. and so it's... Optimizing it essentially, it's not using it quite as much, but under heavy acceleration, you still feel it. Mm. But that's good because it moves this thing. It's heavy. It's amazing how well it moves
0: for for the little, tiny two-liter
1: turbo. It shouldn't move this well, right? And that's because of the electric assist. It's not a button that suddenly disconnects the entire powertrain, and you're only on the gas engine. Yeah, it's not possible. At first, I didn't really like that. I wanted to just be separate. But then I realized the entire point of this is because you're not going to charge it all that often. Mm -hmm. You want something that is a real vehicle and doesn't give you range anxiety. And still, there's still range anxiety. And I think people drive differently in Mm -hmm. full electric vehicles. So when it's less than 1% and you use the charging cord, I tried this out at home. Okay. I plugged it in. And up on the screen, it said just over fourteen hours at a level one hundred and twenty volt. Well, it's one ten essentially, your, your,
0: but your normal household wall household plug. Yeah. wall plug. Not it the said heavy duty. Just yeah. over
1: fourteen hours to full charge sure. for twenty five miles of range. Yeah.
0: Yes, because no. if you because if you do the standard wall plug it's not nearly enough power. You've got to at minimum get the heavy duty plug.
1: But that's the only time you're going to be charging it because level yeah. 2, it's at 240, it only takes 2 hours and 23 minutes, mm-hmm. which is fine, but you don't have to treat this like an electric car. You don't have to be thinking. That is the key thing. You don't it's have just to just sort of if you've got it handy and mm-hmm. uh, all right, if we're planning a trip, leave it plugged in overnight before we go on the trip and then just deal with it for the whole trip. You don't need to keep plugging it in. And then, yeah, if you use max regen, our actual battery capacity has gone back up. Yep, it's nice. If you can get it
0: fully charged regularly, you theoretically have a short enough commute. Could commute in this all electric. Theoretically, theoretically, if you if you really have a the commute, commute then there's a big that's a big cold ocean out it's there. It's a big. But what's great lots is of waves. I I like that we drove this mostly without battery power, mm-hmm. because you would think. Okay, this is when it's going to fall on its face. It's, it's you know, when, it, when it's fully fully loaded press vehicle with full power and everything, it's going to be great. And as soon as things start falling away, it's going to really fall apart. This has all of the benefits of those hybrid electric motors mm-hmm. yep. when it doesn't have battery power to run on all electric. And it does assist that little engine really, really well to make this thing move. Everything seems to work just fine, even without battery power, which to your point, when you run it down, doing your commute, doing your errands, doing a road trip.
1: Yes. You're going to be fine. It's not going to be like, oh, you know. see, now the battery's gone, and this right. thing's terrible. Right. It doesn't do that, which you is great. You still have that a motor generator to help out the battery pack, yep. and it still gives you that shove, which is great for towing, or if you've got a full load, you still get the benefits of that. And yeah, just like we're doing, leave your max ren- regen button on, yep. and it's, it's almost, you're right, almost one-pedal driving. Not quite. Yeah. Cars just a touch too heavy for that. Yep, it it isn't quite. It it will help you more than your
0: typical gas pedal, and in Mm -hmm. most of your kind of ease off the gas, maybe brush the brake situations, you won't ever get to the brake. It's going to do it enough for you. You're not going to come to a full stop or do the full one pedal driving, which a lot of electric cars like. Right, right. This
1: is a lot of money.
0: It is. It's an expensive 75
1: grand. If you're talking 75,000, you have a lot of options. Yes. And it might not include an electric vehicle. You Mm -hmm. gave some great ones, which I like. There's a good range, and this falls right in the middle. Mm -hmm. But it's not the outlier anymore. The 4xe is a weird one-off. It's now, I think, the standard for what Jeep needs to be, and the others are just, put a gas engine in it. That's an excellent
0: point, because I did not expect in driving this, I expected this to be the oddball. I did not expect it to be, you know, this is the way this should come. This is how you should buy your Grand Cherokee. It's really expensive, but I did not expect the 4xe to be the Grand
1: Cherokee. was like, this just starts
0: to make some sense.
1: And that is the most Jeep flavor I've ever encountered for modern Jeeps. Interesting. Is the okay. trail-rated electric capability. Mm. And skid plates on the underside skid to defend to protect all those all. batteries. Yeah.
0: And the other thing that's interesting is, think about this. The Cayenne E-Hybrid can Ford about a foot worth of water. This... Can do two feet. Two feet. Which is very yeah. interesting. So you put that suspension have, all the
1: way up? They have definitely yeah.
0: set up an electric hybrid to do all of the things you expect a Jeep to do. Yes. And somehow, that's made it feel like, well, yeah, this is a really... Why didn't we do this before? Yeah. That's actually one of my biggest critiques of this. I know that sounds weird, is that I wish this had come five, ten years ago when Porsche started doing it with the Cayenne. It feels like, well, now we're here finally, but I'm glad to be driving it and to feel like this is an excellent execution, and it feels like the Grand Cherokee you should get because of the versatility you've created by making it this electric hybrid, and I was expecting it to be a We threw all the tech at it to check a box, and it really is kind of worse. I mean, and it's
1: not. They threw all the tech at it, but they made something unique. I keep saying it, but it's really impressive. The big problem is you have to pay for that. It's really expensive for what you get. 75 grand. Yeah. <sighs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Hey, look, a gas station.
0: <laughs> Which we could use if we wanted, but only if we wanted to. But we don't need to. We don't.